Welcome back to the Humdrum Drummer Podcast, presented to you by Luke's Drum Loot and Drums for Sale, where on both of our pages you can find all sorts of great gear for sale, snares, kits, cymbals, you name it, although inventory is a little dry here recently, just kidding. Um, yeah, so I'm your host Luke and the other one's Grayson and we've just been doing this for you guys and for the, for the drumming community, we're just trying to make it for the average Joe, hope you guys are enjoying it. But anyway... How are we doing today, Grayson? I'm doing good, man. It's Friday. I'm uh, excited for the weekend, you know, ready to have some fun and uh, talk some drums. Absolutely. I'm 100% with you, dude. Absolutely beautiful outside and uh, just, you know, going through our week. It's been fun. Um, my uncle, he uh, was getting rid of some Billy Joel tickets. This is some big news. And, um, you know, I'm in Indiana, big Notre Dame fan. And uh, everybody loves Billy Joel, but he uh, he gave me and my little brother tickets to uh, see him this June at uh, Notre Dame Stadium. So there's gonna be like sixty thousand people there, and they're like killer tickets, like they're like up close. So I'm very excited, big Billy Joel fan. I think The Stranger is one of the best albums like ever written. So that should be such a fun time, and it'll probably be like one of his last tours because he's getting up there in age. Though, I just saw a video of him on, um, like, Jimmy Fallon a couple years back, and he still sounds great for being old, but I'm super hyped for that. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. Um, Grayson, are you a concert goer at all? No, I don't go to concerts, really. Well, I'm I've, I've been to a couple, but nobody, like, I don't know. The first one I saw was Journey in Asia, but they are like, all old but steve smith was there and carl palmer was there for asia so those are two just like super legendary drummers and they got to have drum solos and stuff and that was really cool and then the other one i saw was marshall tucker band and leonard skinner which it's like nowadays it's like two of the original members of leonard skinner i didn't i don't even like skinner that much but marshall tucker band was really really good um and they've been old or they're old but they you know they've been working together for decades now but uh yeah, so that's that's my drum news, I guess. I'm going to go see the drummer for Billy Joel, which is pretty neat. Um, so this week, the mailbag question is, what are your guys' thoughts on different brands of cymbals, heads, kits, or whatnot, to achieve favorite sounds? Or what are your thoughts on, like, a Sabian-only type kit? And that was uh, Charlie So Gnarly, and he gets a shout-out today. So what are your thoughts on that, Grayson? Yeah, so when Charlie when Charlie asked me this, um, I can't remember the exact context. We were talking about something, but um, you know, I I think I was talking about how a few years ago, like I every single every single symbol on my set was a different brand. So I had like in Istanbul, I had Minel, Zildjian, Fabian, Ufip, um and a dream, I believe. And my goal was to, you know, when I was making videos personally, my goal was just, you know, <laughs> one, have a little bit of a talking point, you know, to that. But then two, um, also really, I just wanted to find what I wanted. Like, I didn't want, personally, I didn't want to just be chained down to one brand and be like, oh, I can only play minor or whatever. It's not like I'm endorsed. I mean, I can play whatever I want, you know, so. Um, that was you know the thought process behind that was like what do i want um 
what do I want my sound to be like? And less worried about the uh, less worried about the look of it or whatever. So my thought, you know, is man, <laughs> play play what you want personally. Um, and if if that's what you want to do, then or if that's what you want to play, then you know it doesn't matter if the, if you want you know you'll have people be like man how are you going to play Sabian and Zildjian how are you going to play Dream and Sabian uh, well you know you play whatever the heck you want <laughs> so that's my thought that's I mean that's that's how I am as well you can play whatever you want but when it comes down to my kit I have an issue I don't know what it is it's probably just a mental thing that Type A personality um, but for for me dude I. I'm I'm weird about it, you know. I bought a Gretsch kit, got a fantastic deal on a USA Custom, and two weeks later, who finds a great deal on a USA Custom snare? It's not. I don't know what it is, dude. I I, I struggle with it. Um, but I used to be matching snares only, and now I'm like, okay, you know, use whatever snare you want. Um, so you know, I'm working on it. It's a it's a personal thing, I guess. I'm just I'm just working on it though. Um, but I'm finally past the have to have a matching snare. Now for symbols, dude, oh my gosh. I struggle to even go between lines of companies. Like, I bought a Piesty Dark Energy set. It's because I like the hi-hats. The ride's pretty good. I know the crashes are great. It's a great price, of course, or else I wouldn't be buying it. But since I wanted to play the hats, dude, I got to play the whole thing. It sounds stupid. I don't know what it is, but I just got to play them all. Um... I also struggle with that because I have a I have a beautiful Piesty, uh 22 inch Masters ride. It's a it's a dark crash ride. Steve Steve Jordan uses them, but something with it, dude. I struggle to even just play it without other sort of Piesties behind it. And I don't own any other Masters symbols, so it's like, well, you know, maybe I should buy some Masters hi hats. Well, that's a six hundred dollar set of hi hats. Maybe not. So. I love that ride symbol. I won't sell it because it sounds amazing, but I just I struggle for everything to match sonically because it's a lighter symbol. It's trashier. Pisces not usually like that, so that's tough for heads. Um, I mean, on my sonar kit right now, the bottoms are Ambassador Clears, and then the uh, batter side they are they are classic Clears from Aquarian. So I don't I don't care about that, though the toms have to match for me. I don't care what the snare drum is. That's that doesn't bother me as much. But I like it when the companies match. I like it whenever my stuff matches. And for me, it makes me feel like a more organized drummer, although I am definitely not a more organized drummer. So that's perfectly okay. Um, but our last episode was a little shorter, and this one is too. Like, we're, like we said in the last one, we're trying to do some shorter episodes, some, like, I guess, more um, subtopic-type questions. But the topic this week are drum accessories what do we mean by that big fat snare drums um you know snare weight all sorts of stuff grayson knows so much more about these heck he's designed a lot of them realistically he's designed some stuff with engineering and uh you know solo companies and all that so grayson what do you got on it no that's (laughs) that's cool i have um i have helped design a couple i hadn't really thought about that but i actually have but um yeah so to me, accessories are anything that um, can either improve your drumming functionally or just looks wise. 
Um, and, you know, for me personally, like this last few months, I've kind of gotten really bored with just having everything the way I've had it for a long time. So I've been kind of itching to buy new stuff that are new accessories and merch and stuff like that to kind of shape, uh, you know, change things up a little bit for me. So, um, but, you know, I wanted to start off with um, a couple of my favorite accessories that are uh, functional related or function related. They, I, I do feel like they improve the way I play for my set. Um, so probably my number one would be, and everybody has different opinions on this, but I have a, like a, a Vader stick thing that clips onto my hi-hat stand. Oh my gosh, I love that thing. Oh my God, man. They're like 15 bucks. And I've seen so many people play without them. And I don't really know why, because I maybe they never drop their sticks. I tend to drop my sticks a lot. My hands sweat and I play a little heavier than other people. So I drop my sticks sometimes, at least once or twice a set. You know, if I'm doing four songs, I'm I'm at least gonna drop my my stick once or twice. And so to just have that attached to my hi-hat stand to quickly when I drop my stick, if I drop my right stick, I just throw my left stick into my right hand real quick. And then I pull that left stick out of that little uh, that little stick holder. I don't even know what to call them. But the stick holder that's attached to the hi-hat stand. They, Vic Firth has one that can hold like 20 sticks. I don't use that. I use the one that just holds two sticks. And it's perfect for me. You can adjust them. That's probably my favorite drum accessory, honestly. Um, but going beyond that accessory, um, functionally, um, I really enjoy uh, – Sweet Spot Clutches is a guy, you know, I've been friends with him for a while, and I've actually done quite a bit of CAD and engineering work with him, designed some lugs. We made a drum, um, or we made some custom lugs for Aaron Edgar. Um, we've made quite a few other things together. Super cool guy. Well, he has, he has um, he's kind of taken a break the last year or so. I think he's, he's planning on ramping back up this year, but he makes clutches that have um just this sleeve of nylon i believe it is over where the threads would normally be on the part of the clutch that would touch the hats and the way he's machined he machines everything himself um the way he's machined the the nuts that work on it um you know i love the look of it i have i think what's called the castle clutch and i have it it's like flamed um flame burns or something like that so I love the look of it, but functionally, I feel like it it holds my hats better. One thing that really annoys the fire to me is like when I'm playing a set and the hats start to get super sloppy or super wobbly. Some people love that. I don't. Um, and then I have to tighten them up or whatever. And his clutches never do that to me. I love them. Um, so shout out, sweet spot. Um, another functional item that I love on my kit is a custom beater made by Pi Custom Drums. Um, you know, if anybody was around three or four or five, six months ago, we did a pretty sizable giveaway. And one of the items that Pi Custom Drums um, offered to put in the giveaway was a, you know, a, a custom handmade uh, beater. And he very graciously made one for me to keep and I love that thing. I think he sells some now. I could be wrong. It may only be by request, 
but I love that thing. I have it on my personal kit at home. It's my favorite beater. I love the weight. I love the feel. Um, it's on my personal kit. It it has some oomph, which I like. Um, so love that beater from Pie Custom Drums. Um, another thing that I actually did have a hand in, the, in designing that I really love is uh, the power switch from Lowboy. I did all the uh, I did all the CAD prints and helped uh, helped find a manufacturer um, with Jeremy at Lowboy, and that's a super cool product that hasn't gotten a ton of attention yet. I think they launched it um, two years ago, um, but that was in the midst or right before COVID and stuff like that. So it hasn't gotten a ton of traction, but the power switch is a little, it's a little ratcheting screw that you put where your beater is. And so if you ever want to switch out beaters or switch the length or the uh, height of your beater um, between sets, you want to switch from a DW beater to a Danmar beater or a soft beater or whatever. You want to switch your beater, you want to switch the height. It makes it super easy. Instead of trying to <clears throat> use your drum key and fool around down there, you, you just reach down. It's a little, it's a little uh, screw that, that's done with your thumb, and you just uh, loosen it and then tighten it back up real quick. Super functional and easy for me. I, I played a set not long ago where I needed to switch out my beater, and it took me five seconds. It was great. Um, then um, I've got TNR booty shakers, which I haven't had those for super long. Oh yeah! Shout out. Joe. I'm not sure if he if he listens, but shout out my my pal Joey Bones. Um, he's where I saw these when I bought that stainless steel Ludwood kit not long ago. I could not get the 13 to sound good on its own. Like I was struggling. It was in a snare stand. I couldn't get it to sound good. And so I'm like, you know what? I've been looking at these booty shakers forever and I'm not going to go make them myself. I know some people are like, Oh, you can just make it yourself with sound foam, man. I'm, I, I ain't about to do all that. So I was like, I'm going to just go buy some and see how this works, man. I'll tell you what, I love those things. I, you know, I don't usually play one up, one down, but with that kit, it's I was I've been playing one up, one down, and man, adding those little booty shakers to the um, snare stand has been incredible. But you know, I thought the 16 sounded good, sounded great before, man. And then I had the actual booty shakers underneath the legs of the 16. I tell you what, it increases resonance. Um, and I did a whole deep dive for probably two hours one night, watching every video they had on YouTube. I was trying to check like. The sound clips, I wanted to actually hear the difference in tonality and sustain. Does it actually make a difference or is it just niche? Like, or is it just a gimmicky? No, it it works. So I love the booty shakers. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm almost done with with uh, my favorites. Then one thing I, I uh, a couple things that I bought in this last couple weeks that I've really been enjoying. Well, I've had Stimpad, the Stimpad, um, felt i've had those for a few years i love the look and and i think they do work better than traditional felts um they don't get all like uh uneven and and whatever like a lot of normal ones do so i'm really enjoying the i really enjoy sim pads i think they have a cool look i like blue so i've got those on my symbols at home um something i literally bought today was 
sleeved washers, which is made by Hendrix Drums. Um, and those are meant to help keep your rods from metal on metal contact because, you know, you've got metal washers on metal hoops. So, and these are all um, a type of plastic. They look cool and they help your, they keep, they help your rods from backing out, um, which is something sometimes I deal with because I'm a little bit of a heavy hitter. So bought some of those today. They were really affordable. I mean, I bought a hundred and they have packs of like 10, 20, 50, and a hundred. <clears throat> I bought a hundred pack for $29 shipped or something. Very affordable. Um, so I'm excited to give those a shout or a, a try. And then a product that I actually made a reel about a couple weeks ago. Didn't get paid for that or anything like that. Um, I just really like them. Tunerfish lug locks. They're made in the UK, I believe. Um, I know when they came out, a lot of people were like, oh, these are gimmicky or they're goofy. They kind of had mixed reviews. But man, I tell you, I love them. I bought a pack, again, very affordable. I think I bought a 50 pack for like 30 bucks or something on Reverb because um, they have American uh dealers i think i bought a 50 pack and i have some i have snares that i have my you know my prized snare is a 60 six and a half by 14 superphonic and it's crusty and it's ugly and it's like my favorite snare but no, it's it's beautiful it's, it is beautiful <laughs> it is and the rods tend to detune all the time and it's a little bit of a struggle because I have to tune it every every 10 minutes. So I bought these tuner fish lug locks and you know if you pull them up, it's called tuner fish lug locks. They look like a little fish. And the they have a pattern cut out um, or molded out for pretty much any type of tension rod. Um, and I they work on I have die cast tubes on some of my snares. It works on die cast tubes, it works on S hoops, works on triple flange. And I mean, what it does, it, I guess you could technically put them on every single rod, but in reality, every single rod on your kit or on your snare is not going to detune. Only a couple are. So for me, where I rim shot with my left hand, those tend to detune. So I put a couple of those tuner fish lug locks on. I was a little concerned because they're plastic, and I was like, are they a they're a they're a type of softer plastic, so they're not uh super rigid but i was like eh, are they gonna rattle doesn't rattle they don't fall off they fit pretty snug and it stopped my snare from detuning so highly recommend the tuner fish lug locks as well i'm really loving those lately um <clears throat> so enough about my accessories those are just some of my favorites and some of the ones that i use functionally and aesthetically on to you luke okay so this is about your superphonic i don't know what it is I was, I'm in a weird mood this week. I don't know what it is. I need to change something up. I guess it's because move out's coming. But I started listening to a lot of blues, right? A lot of Stevie Ray Vaughan. There's a song. It's 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 called Tightrope. And the snare drum is so perfect. Like, that is like, I know that has to be a 402. Like, I know that is a superphonic. Just listen to the recording. I look it up and the guy ends up playing Tama, but it doesn't mean, you know, he, he could play a, he could be playing a superphonic in the studio, but live he's playing Tama. It didn't sound as good live though, because it's not a studio. Um and you know, people touch stuff up. But dude, I've got the superphonic kick, dude. I need a four oh two. I don't know what it is. But that song right there, Tightrope by Steve Ray Vaughn. I need it. Huh? 
let it bite you get one let the itch let the itch get you because Dude. i'm telling you i constantly for years have bought and sold and never really could figure out a snare that i loved 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 and like with my ultimate i'm never selling and i got a 60s 402 and a 60s 400 <clears throat> both of them have the same keystone badge they're both crusty and ugly and flaky and they are my favorite snares. I won't sell those. I love those things. Both of them sound incredible. I would put them up against anything. I've never. I don't have a Black Beauty, but I, and I've had multiple opportunities to buy Black Beauties, but these Superphonics, oh my! And plus, I got one of them for two hundred bucks from uh, Hawthorne uh, Drum Shop up in PA, or I think it's PA. And then I got it is, yeah. the other one for like three hundred bucks from Tank Drums, uh, Matt Bergman up around that area so incredible dude you've got to get them to talk about someone who has some 402s matt bergman has like eighty thousand four hundred twos. 402s i don't know what it is um but i bought and sold a bunch of 400s like the the five inch deep ones six and a half so i've only had one of black beauty i only had one but there's an album and it's uh it's 10 summoners tales and vinnie call on the drums and he has a black beauty that is the best cross-sticking sound you will ever hear in an album. I don't know what it is. It is so amazing. But, I've, dude, I've got the, the Ludwig bite right now. And I, I need a 402, man. I don't know what it is. I, black Beauties are cool. I'm not really a huge fan of the black nickel over brass. But that, that aluminum with the chrome plate, it's a little bit brighter than just regular aluminum. So it's dry enough. But it's got this pop. It's got this sweet backbeat pop. Oh, man. You know you know what I mean, though? Like, it's so hard to talk about. It's just a sound. And it really is a sound. Um, you can tune up. Dude, with the 402s, I know you don't like 6.5 by 14. I don't. I know. That's the thing. Five and a half. Five is usually your top or five and a half. But I'm telling you, with that's it. there's something different about it, especially, I think, the vintage ones. Oh, yeah. Maybe they've had time for moisture to get into their pores or uh, – whatever it is but dude that 402 it, you can tune it up if you want it to ring or if you don't want it to ring like it tunes with mine or like i don't know if mine are just touched by the heavens or what but like mine i can there's one rod if i barely move one rod one way or the other it can tune like it can tune it up a whole whole step or a half step it can sound low and fat without the ring or it can have that beautiful just light ring that's not overbearing man it is it is my favorite if i had that is my uh what was it called that's my desert island snare or whatever the heck whatever it's called if you had to pick one snare to keep forever it would be my six and a half by 14 supra well that's the thing like for pretty much any genre other than jazz that snare drum is perfect because you can tune it you can get a nasty pop out of it or you can get a super wet, super dry backbeat out of it. I don't know. It's just, it's it's beautiful. I don't know how to say it. That's why you're like, well, it's crusty and old. No, that's a beautiful snare drum. That's like the only exception to any, even if they're out of round, they sound amazing. I don't know what it is. I heard a podcast with Timbo from Kino and he's like, yeah, my favorite, my favorite Supra is the one that's beat up. It had a dent in it. It's a little out of round and it sounds better than any Supra I've ever played. And I was like, honestly, I do not doubt that at all. Because they're just, they're great. Sorry. Anyway, that was our, our superphonic talk for the day. Um, back to my favorite drum accessories. So, Grayson, you were talking about the reason you get drum accessories is because you want to try something new. Drum accessories are a lot easier to buy, dropping 50 bucks or less, than buying a $2,000 drum set. 
And the cool thing is with accessories is it can change your style and inspire you to play different types of stuff depending on what the accessory is. So um, some of my favorites is like the best gift I've ever gotten. It was from my girlfriend and she got me a snare weight M80 and it's this little leather strap that you put on the hoop of a drum and it muffles just enough that it's still like a full sound but it's not like dead. Like you still get actual tone but it muffles. I love the M80, it's great. You can choose how much you want it to dampen. It has little magnets on it. You can choose how much leather lays on the head. It's, it's great. I usually use it on floor toms if it's a little too ringy at the venue we're at. Um, but unfortunately, it fell out of my gig bag at a, at a gig. So I have no idea where it's at. So um, I hope you're not listening to this, B. But, you know, if anybody wants to donate an M80, they're 30 bucks, or you can get a half one for $19.99. They also make speed drum keys, the company snare weight. And they're really cool. It's like a ball bearing type uh, drum key, and you can just like speed it up so you're not just sitting there twisting for hours. But I know you use a drill. Oh, that's a great accessory. Come to think of it, the Evans drill bit. I'll forget about that. Dude, that is, it is a lifesaver. That thing's amazing. Grayson, you use it daily. Bro, I literally had to change the head on, we have midweek service at church on Thursday night, and somebody else was playing drums last night. And uh, our snare head was long in for what long in for this world, anyways. It was about to bust. Well, he he busted it. So last night, I was changing the snare head because I didn't feel like doing it on Sunday or taking the snare home. And bro, it's a ten lug. It's a ten lug with uh, and it's a five and a half by fourteen. So the lugs aren't or the rods aren't very long. So I can't you can't get your finger in there and twist them. And I just have my my good old Tama key. Oh my God, I feel like it took me 30 minutes to change the snare head. Like, I had to take the head off of a different snare because I didn't have a backup right now. So I, I went ahead and ordered some, but I had to take the head off a different snare drum. So I had to take the head off of that snare drum, take the head off the other snare drum, replace. I swear it, I, I felt like it took me 30 minutes. And I was like, man, if I just had, I need to buy one of those cheap little $20 drills that are battery operated, throw the drum key attachment on there, and Bro, it'll say, I mean, if you're changing, if you're changing heads, like on a whole kit, if you're just changing the top heads and the snare head, uh, you know, your three toms, your bass drum, your snare head, I guarantee you it saves you 75 to 80% of the time. Like, oh my God, long are the days where you have to do it by hand. And, you know, it's, you can do, you can take all the heads off a kit in five minutes if you have one of those drill kit, drill bit attachments. And they're $7 on Amazon. Evans makes them, DW makes them, whoever. Usually it's like seven bucks for a two pack. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, I don't no. know how they, they're amazing. <laughs> I don't know how people don't use them. And the thing is, I have, a, like I mentioned, I got a DW Craviato Maple. It's a great snare drum. The DW with the stupid true tuners or whatever have a hundred thousand more threads. I was like, dude, if I have to sit here and keep just twisting this thread for who knows how long, like, I got three the drill hours. out. Yeah, SpongeBob, <laughs> three hours later. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I got that. I got the Evans drill bit head, whatever thing, and, you know, I got the head off in, like, 40 seconds instead of what would literally take eight minutes because DW and all of their threads. But anyway, so, yeah, actually, that is probably my number one. I... I it's it's just incredible. It's the most practical tool of anything we've named so far. Um, but, but back to snare weight. Sorry, guys. 
um, snare weight, what they do is is they're different like they have different sorts of muffling and there's ones that can make it sound like a 40 snare drum or a 70 sound with that like really fat um, Fleetwood Mac type. But then they also have a brass insert and it's like a hundred bucks, but it's like one and a half pounds. I've never used one because I don't want to buy that money or I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend that money. Um, but I've heard they're amazing. I, we have a friend, his name's Tom. He loves it. Um, but snare weight has the best muffling in my opinion. And I mean, Drumeo uses them. I've seen professionals in the studio use them. My girlfriend knocked it out of the park with that gift. Um, for hi-hat clutches, I only use the Tama like quick release one because it also has a piece of plastic, not to the level that the one you said does. It's, it's not the same, but it's just quick on and off. But, um, I know I have a lot of friends that love Cherry Hill drum clutches. I know a lot of people that use them. They're also custom machined, but they are not cheap. Um, but those are just a really cool accessory. Um, I also really like, you were mentioned, you mentioned low boy, low boy beaters. Shout out to my boy, Jory Glick all the way out there in California. He's a, he's a good friend of one of our friends and he's always at, at, uh, He's always just interacting with my page. I know he does stuff with your page. Um, he's just such a G. Um, but I posted <laughs> like 10 months ago on my story. I was like, hey, you know, what are some good custom brands? I would really like to start talking about them. And he said, low, or, and someone said, low boy beaters. And I was like, oh, I've never tried them. I'd love to. Joyce, Jory slides up. He's like, what's your address? I've got one sitting around. You can have it. And it's an all wood, uh, bass drum beater but it's it's been like torched and stuff so so the wood looks really cool and it has so much punch and attack and weight behind it i play country gigs it's great i mean i make my 22 by 14 have the have the feel of a 22 by 18 which i'm not a huge 22 by 18 guy but the sound is good you know i like that so i really enjoy low boy beaters you were mentioning to your, what to your point, not to cut you off to your point uh Jeremy actually, Jeremy Breesky, the owner of Lowboy. Um, like I said, we've we've been pals for a while. We uh, we've done work together. So I actually did some CAD models of their beaters for them. <clears throat> um, and uh, you know, so I won't I won't go into that. It's kind of proprietary, but I did some CAD models for their beaters. So he he sent me some to test out. And uh, you know, they they're unfinished. They're or when I, they're not painted or anything like that. They're just raw. Um, and I'll tell you what, I like that beater so much that that's the one I have at the church right now. Um, I, I had a, I've had a DW beater on the, at the church for like 10 years or DW beaters. So I've switched them out, but I love that low boy so much. Just the original low boy. I love that design and feel so much that that's the, that's the beater that I have at the church right now. And it sounds awesome. So also shout out low boy. Yeah, it turns out I guess mine is the original design. I'm look I'm on his website right now. But they're thirty five bucks and it, it literally it makes you feel like you play different. The front side's flat faced and the back side's rounded. So really you can flip it around if you're feeling a different style. Like if you wanna I, I kinda plant the beater. Different people do different stuff, but I kinda plant it. Just for those gigs so you get a little bit more punch. But if you're looking for like the tone aspect, you can flip it around, it's rounded and it'll, it'll bounce off easier. Um but you you mentioned um you mentioned Hendrix drums in their sleeves. I know his name's Micah, and he was the guy. He's a rep for Hendrix, and we become pretty good buddies. He's always selling stuff. We're always talking. 
And he's the guy that got Hendrix at Drumazon, which is like the UK's biggest drum store. Like it's like Sweetwater of, of um, it's like the Sweetwater of the UK. You know, it's 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 just huge. But I'm on their website, and by the way, their website is amazing. Like that is insanely cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, he was like, yeah, these you know these washers are crazy. You, I can just send you some. You can try them out, see how you like them. I had those on a um, fourteen by. I think it was a yeah 14 by six and a half yamaha manukache which is essentially the yamaha version of a black of a black beauty like it's it's the same thing but it has aluminum die cast tubes and dude those washers they're just like the washers on them they're great they're amazing i did not think washers would change the way a drum tunes but it makes it so much easier it's so much smoother i was like this is insane but something else that he talked to me about is this thing called i think it's groove click Yamaha used to have this thing called the Russ Miller Groove Wedge, and they're, like, so expensive for no reason. Um, but what it is, is you... What you sorry, I'm, I'm going to the website right now. You, um, you tie them on, or you thread them through the tension rods into the lug. So it's a piece of wood that you put on the, on the tension rods, and in that way, you're easy. Like it's an elevated cross stick platform because everyone loves the sound of a cross stick on a wood hoop, but wood hoops just break and they're so expensive and it's just not great. And they just recently came out with, yeah, here it is, Groove X is what the website is, and it's it's essentially that. And there's a piece of copper in the middle so it stays tight and together, and it's fifty nine ninety nine, and it's it's so it's so cool and it makes great sounding rim clicks and it's just i mean i wish i wish i would have known about them earlier because I, I mean i love them um and finally my last thing is the all original old-fashioned good old what is it grayson what, what oh my gosh i just blanked on it we can edit this i'm gonna edit this sorry this is a lot of rambling we'll have sam edit this what is it called the stupid muffler thing Oh, the big, big fat snare drum. Yes. And my final thing is the big fat snare drum. The big fat snare drum, I used to kind of hate on them. I thought if you had to muffle your drums, you just didn't know how to tune. And the truth of the matter is big fat snare drum's great. I, um, I actually, last night I was on a, I was on a phone call with, um, w with a drummer who played with Santana for a while. And he also played in Spock's Beard, which is Nick DiVirgilio's, um, that's his band. We talked, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's essential that I bring my big fat snare drum. And I'm like, what? People actually use this stuff? And then, you know, I got one, and it, it they sound great, dude. They they bring the volume down a lot to make it a lot fatter of a sound. They're really easy to use, and honestly, I take a snare drum one and throw it on the floor tom, and the floor tom just sounds so much more, like, controlled, I guess, in certain gigs. So we'll do that. And, um... I mean, I just, I think they're great. I was, I would listen to a podcast and Mark Giuliano was on it and he was like, yeah, you know what I, he said, um, he takes them to every gig as well and he uses them in the studio and stuff. And I was like, okay. Cause essentially I only heard of like, bef before, I guess before, um, snare weight and before big fat snare drum, there was really only like moon gel and gaff tape, but I think there's better sounding ideas i mean those are those are the old ones those are the originals like moon gel and gaff tape but i'm not a drum dot or a moon gel guy i think it cuts out just a little too much of the highs in the ring i like a little bit of ring and snare weight and big fat snare drum those do it so i mean uh 
do you have anything else for this Grayson? Yeah, for sure. I wanted to, um, you know, I got a couple things I wanted to one, I got to give a drones for sale partner shout out to a couple of our accessory companies, um, puck pad. They make incredible practice pads. Um, they're out of the UK. Um, really love those. They're, they're very, uh, they're easy to carry around because they're really small. The feel is good. The look is good. Um, so shout out Puck Pad, Cox Drum Company, um, and Drummer's Hands both. We we gave some of these away when we did the get when we did the uh, giveaway, and these actually both flew off the shelf. Like, I think we had five of each to give away, and or we did five packs of one of the Cox Drum Company um, drumstick wax and a little thing of the drummer's hands uh cbd oil and both of those those packs flew off the shelf before some of the other items which actually kind of surprised me but cox's drum company has this drumstick wax that you can use for other things but um you know it's a wax that you can put on your drumsticks to help you hold them better um check them out on their instagram page cox cox drum company check them out and then drummer's hands which is actually something i found originally from Ben Satterley, which is the Nashville, um, Nashville drum guy, Nashville drum drummer, Nashville drum coach. Yeah. Nashville drum coach and super cool guy. And so he's got a story where, you know, he's had some, a hand issue in the past and, um, that's his story to tell. But, um, for me personally, my hands deal with some swelling sometimes and, uh, my muscles can get pretty tight. And so I, I had saw him say that he has this thing called drummer, drummer's hands that um, somebody, I believe, in Nashville makes. And it's made with CBD oil and some other things. It's all natural. And he said it helps his hands feel better. Um, it releases some of the, the tension, um, helps with swelling, things like that. So I was like, I got to try this. So anyways, now I have some at home. And I, I love it. It you know, if your hands hurt, if you like, man, you know, you play a four or five hour set, sometimes your hands can just be toast. And so drummer's hands, I like, I like using it on my hands, rub some on and it takes away the pain. Um, so I wanted to give a shout out to those partners, but then I wanted to also maybe talk just for a minute or two about some kind of new on the edge accessories that people, um, they're, they're niche. They're, they don't, I'm sure maybe they serve some kind of a purpose, but, or they do serve a purpose, but they're niche, something, you know, go, go do your own research and see if you like them. Um, one of them is Spinball, um, Spin B-A-L. They're a company, they make these essentially symbol sleeves that are bear bearing, uh, ball bearing washers. So your symbols can spin for, you know, two or three minutes, I think. And, you know, it can change the sound of your cymbals, it, but it's also a pretty cool look. Eric and Proto uses them. Um, there's another company called No Nuts Cymbal Sleeves. And it's literally, you know, you see drummers playing without a cymbal sleeve or without and without a felt and a wing nut, and they've just kind of got the cymbal hanging out. Um, and I do tend to play that way, but sometimes your cymbals fall off. So these No Nuts Cymbal Sleeves are really long cymbal sleeves. Um, for years, you know, for people who play like that, you don't have to use a wing nut. You don't have to use felt. It's meant for your symbols to just kind of play freely. 
Um, oh, dude, you've my, got the my dogs are big fans of the no nuts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you've got the uh, Minol thimble tuners, which I'm not a fan of personally. No, um, it's no. pretty much the same thing as putting tape on your cymbals. Well, uh, I hey. use I use the Minol cymbal tuners. I use those for like muting my cowbell. Because if we're live and we're in kind of an enclosed area, I use a cowbell when I drum. Because um, we have some we have some more Latin songs or we have some songs where it's like a cowbell break. Um, if it's a little too bright, I'll take one of those and put it on the inside of it because they're little magnets, and um, it does it mutes the sound quite a bit. And you know, if you're trying to be if, you're, if everybody's dancing and stuff, you know, cowbell grooves are great. Um, so I'll use that to mute my cowbell. But continue. That's a good idea. Oh wait, oh oh my gosh, I forgot. Mike Johnson's cowbell. Mike Johnston, that's like the best cowboy ever. I love it. Also a gift for my girlfriend. Use it every gig. Sorry. Continue. Shout out B. He's got some good gifts. Um, then another another item, which I've actually had for like three years and totally forgot that they even existed. Um, drum tortillas. <laughs> Look them up. Drum tortillas. It's exactly what it sounds like. These people, they make uh, fabric into... They're not practice pads, but you know, you know, there's a lot of us who we have kits and we like to play live. We don't, we don't want electric kits, but sometimes the noise is too loud. But I hate putting the, the neoprene, neoprene dampening pads on my kit. I won't do it. I hate it. They sound like crap. So a lot of times, what I end up doing is just putting little hand towels or something on my kit. Well, these drum tortillas, they're meant to do a similar thing to a uh, big fat snare drum where it kind of gives that wet towel feel. They're not too much. I mean, the fabric, they're pretty, they're pretty affordable and they're not super, uh, super thick. The fabric is thin enough to where it dampens the sound, but it doesn't completely remove all the sound. So, um, you know, check them out and see if you like them. So just to recap, a couple of the companies that I wanted to mention that you may have heard of, may not have, but check them out and then see, you know, develop your own opinion. Um, Cox Drum Company, Drummer's Hands, Spinball, No Nuts, Thimbal Sleeves, and Drum Tortillas. Um, and then also check out the Sleeved Washers, which are from Hendrix. But Sleeved Washers, they have their own Instagram page. Um, and then also, to recap, a couple of the other companies that uh, I personally like, Tunerfish Lug Locks, Simpad, TNR Booty Shakers, and you know, pie custom drums beater and low boy beater um you know things like that so that's my final comment yeah i'm on the drum tortillas website and they've got some cool designs like other than the looking like a flour tortilla they have some like actual pretty artistic looking designs it looked like they kind of as a business they've embodied like the ringo star like throw a tea towel on there and get that sound which is a great sound don't get me wrong that sound is made a ton of ton of ton of money on a lot of albums they're made by hand yeah in the usa which i think is cool yeah and they're that's... not very sorry continue no I, yeah i was just saying they're they're not very expensive they have some pretty cool patterns from time to time and you know they they don't always use the uh they don't use the same patterns all the time they get new fabrics in all the time they make them in multiple sizes so you can on your snare drum, on your rock tom, floor tom, um, you know, whatever you want. I think they're really cool. Definitely check them out. Yeah, these are these are neat. I didn't even think of a cowbell as an accessory till just then. Sorry for interrupting you on that. But the Mike Johnston cowbell, I'm not a fan of 
a lot of the cowbell sounds, but that, I don't know what it is. It's like the most like Latin-y sounding cowbell ever, and it's just great. I mean, I, I love that thing. Uh, yeah, like you're saying, shout out to B. But um, yeah, if I had to recap anything here, I think it is, I think the most essential things here would be snare weight in the Evans, um, in the Evans drum key, real bit head. I think those two things change how, like the a lot. Okay, the M80 it makes it changes how you play. It really does. It changes your entire like outlook on how you play, and the drill. Yeah, the drill bit. It is the easiest, most practical thing in the world, dude. It is. It makes your life so easy. I love that thing. And then, like you're saying, I think a custom beater, either from Pi or from Lowboy, custom beaters just change the feel. So. Those are my final comments. I would definitely recommend those three and anything else we mentioned today. We wouldn't be recommending it unless we like them. So if you're looking for a way to, you know, spice stuff up or, you know, just try something new or have a different sound, I definitely recommend anything we were talking about. I honestly will probably take a look at that, the wax, because, um, you know, my hands, or not the wax, but the, uh, the drummer's hands, because my hands, definitely after a four hour set, it's like, okay. <laughs> pretty worn out a little swollen but um thank you guys so much for listening again we're working at the kinks but sam has got us sam's our sound guy he's got us a really nice mix now i think and we're we're working on it and we're working on you know guests and possible play tests and all that stuff and tune in for next week um you know these 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 episodes have been a little shorter but i hope you guys are loving them all right thanks guys <laughs>